Hello, and welcome to the latest Folkestone Victor podcast. It's a very fresh morning in Folkestone this morning. Uh, up at half past seven out of the house. We've got a long trip today down towards Southampton to take on Eastleigh of the National League in the FA Cup fourth qualifying round. Uh, 90 minutes away from the first round from a potential big tie, uh, from a potential TV tie. So uh, it's a big day. It's been a few years since we reached this round. The last one being in 2017-18 when uh, we travelled to Slough in the fourth qualifying round. Got 1-0 defeat that day. Uh, Put paid to the dream in the first round proper. So uh, hopefully we'll be looking to go one further today. It's uh, it's a tougher task today, uh, I expect. I think Slough were uh, they're currently national south side, but I think they were uh, the southern league side back then. I might be wrong, but um, yeah, certainly taking on uh, a full-time outfit in Eastleigh, a club that's very well resourced, very well run. Uh, it's not going to be an easy task. But uh, as the boss said during the week, it's that one time out of ten when you uh, you get the cup upset that makes this competition such a special one. Uh, if you look down the list of fixtures today, you can say, you know, stuff like Grimsby will win and uh, Bromley will win and and uh, you know some of the b- big teams. Yeah, they're they're, they're certain to go through, but. Uh, we know that there's absolutely no guarantee that's going to happen. And you're almost certain that somebody is going to come a cropper at some point today. And you've got to hope that you're the ones benefiting from that and uh, get yourself in the hat for tomorrow's draw live on ITV, five past one. So uh, hopefully we'll be sitting in front of the TV watching that, hoping for... Uh, a big home tie. You've got the likes of Sunderland, Bradford, uh, Portsmouth, uh, Plymouth. Uh, some really big sides at that level. There's big sides even at National League level now. You can get a really big tie at this stage as the National League sides enter. You've got your South End and your, your Grimsby and uh, Notts County. Uh, yeah, that is a really, uh, it's a league full. They're really big names these days. There's some some newer clubs have pushed down some traditional, uh, very historical clubs. So uh, we've uh, not pulled one of the biggest names out of the hat. Uh, Eastleigh is a side that Invicta faced at, at league level uh, about 15 to 20 years ago, I think about 2004, 5, that sort of time. So uh, they're a club that's obviously moved on a lot since then. So... Uh, it's not going to be easy. Hopefully, we'll see a big crowd there today. Obviously, the gate money's split, so uh, every person that goes through the turnstiles is beneficial to us as uh, as much as it would be if we were hosting them today. But uh, as I say, it's half past seven at the moment. Uh, push, well, pushing on towards eight o'clock now. Uh, it's an early start for us. It's a short drive, but uh, we've got to be down there early enough for uh, painting the kit man to have everything in place for the lads when they arrive uh, they're driving down I believe uh, and then uh, they're going to meet up have some breakfast go through the team talk 
get them in the right mindset, uh, hopefully, to cause that upset today. And hopefully when they turn up, Payne will have it looking uh, fantastic. Kit's nicely folded, uh, ironed, washed for them. Uh, red and white stripes today. Uh, East is playing blue, so uh, there's no reason not to wear the red and white. Uh, I used to, used to not understand why, um, why you wouldn't wear the black and amber. But uh, Payne informed us that it's a case of uh, not overusing the home shirts so we don't have to. So uh, you don't want to wear them out. And uh, especially at the moment, the current kits we've got uh, aren't made at the moment by Nike. So uh, getting replacements for that would be a little bit tricky. So uh, we'll have, should have new kits next year, but uh, we didn't have... Um, we had uh, two years where we only really used it for one year. So we've uh, maintained the current black and amber kit. But uh, today, red and white down there. I know plenty of people just like to uh, wear the colours that the team are wearing it. On the uh, on the day, so uh, I know, I'm sure someone will be down there in black and amber rather than red and white. But uh, uh, it is what it is. If I don't pay attention, that's their own fault. We just arrived at Eastleigh. Uh, what time is it? It's ten past twelve. We stopped off for a little bit of breakfast and a cup of coffee and stuff on the way down here. Got Amber with me, painting the kit, man. Uh, we just walked out to the pitch. The pitch looks immaculate. If you, if you look at it from a distance, it genuinely looks 3G. I couldn't, couldn't quite believe it. I thought it was, uh, I couldn't believe it wasn't grass. Uh, they're watering the pitch now. They've got a big scoreboard, that one in. Got a massive stand that's segregated up the far end, although fans aren't being segregated today. Um, it's, uh, it's a lovely place to be in at Ambrook. Mate, absolutely wonderful. What a stadium this is. I mean, it's a little bit better than, you know, Potter's Bowl on a Tuesday night or something, isn't it? <laughs> oh, mate, 100%. This is so good. Like, yeah, honestly, lots of words. And the weather was absolutely spot on. It was, it was absolutely hammering down on the way down here in the car and Payne was worrying about the fact he didn't have a coat, but it's absolutely beautiful down here. You can't just nod, you've got to say yes. Yeah, mate. <laughs> well, it's like I say, it's about ten past twelve. We're waiting for the players to uh, arrive soon, go through their pre-match rituals. Uh, Payne's delighted because they've got a big stand on the uh, behind the goal that they're going to warm up in front of. So uh, they ain't going to be losing any balls, or uh, might only lose a few. Take an effort to get it over that thing anyway. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's lovely down here, and uh, I know the band of travelling supporters on the. Uh, on the bus put on by Chairman Paul Morgan isn't too far away. Uh, they're probably looking forward to getting down here and uh, packing the bar. I think that opened at 12, the bar here for home and away fans. So uh, hopefully they've behaved themselves on the way down and they're going to be uh, enjoying the day behind the goal, giving it a good sing-song for the lads. Right, it's not long before kick-off. I've got Shirley with me. Shirley, what's your prediction for today? 3-2 to us. Who's going to score? Alfie, Alfie, Adrie, uh, maybe Scott. And you think we're going to win 3-2? Mm. You think we're going to concede 2? Sorry? You think we'll concede 2? It's possible, but we're going to get 3 and I think they'll probably get 2, trying to catch up, you know, in the second half. Cheers, Shirley. And my, how close was Shirley with her prediction of 3-2. She had uh, Alfie and Herdy both to score. Addy didn't get on the score sheet, although he did win the penalty. And Victor were just a kick of the ball away from that 3-2 that victory. 
on Saturday. Uh, what a dramatic afternoon it was. And I'll pass you over to the radio commentary from AD Dorks. Folks in the Victor will be kicking from right to left. And uh, Eastley now have kicked off. I see Victor have a throw in and it's gone to Smith. Plays it out back wide. Crossed in early. Crossed in. And it's in! It's an early goal! And Alfie Baxman has put the ball in the back of the Eastley net. And we've taken an early lead here at Eastley. It's Eastley nil. Folkestone in Victor 1. Alfie Baxman has put the ball in the back of the net. Unmarked at the far post. And he's stuck it in. Just the start we were looking for. Chance of CCC Sellers coming from the away end. Just the start Neil Cuggery we would be hoping for. Yusuf flicks it on towards Smith, but he's not going to get that. But Yusuf has got the ball back, he's won it and he's going forward again. And he's just moves inside to the penalty area. Cuts outside, and he's getting a penalty! It's a penalty to Folkestone! Yusuf has been brought down inside the box, and it's a penalty. Eastley are at sixes and sevens at the moment. Definitely a penalty. Yusuf brought down. Paxman has the ball and he's putting it on the spot. No arguments from Yusuf this time. It says five minutes, 42 seconds on the clock. Can we make it 2-0? Come on, Alfie. Keep your cool. Paxman versus McDonnell in the Eastley goal. Referee making sure everybody's outside the area. Referee blows his, blows his whistle. Paxman. 2-0! Paxman has scored! Folkestone and Victor are 2-0 up inside seven minutes here. We're in absolute bedlam at the away end. Dolan then puts it on the D. Look at the far post. JV looking to get there. All clear. Played it near post. It's come to Hurd. Hurd shoots. And it's in. Scott Hurd has scored from the edge of the box to make it 3-0 to folks of the Victor. Yes, you heard it right. Eastley nil. Folks of the Victor 3. Scott Hurd swung his foot and he's buried it into the corner of the Eastley net. And it's thoroughly deserved so far. Eastley. Of the National League, nil. Folks of the Victor of the Isthmian League Premier Division, three. 17 minutes, 54 seconds on the clock. Still a long, long way to go. Mahogma and the referee seen enough. The boos are coming from the home fans where it's Eastley nil, Folkestone in Victor 3. Harper, he's gone past Davis, still Harper. He's cut inside, Jordan White, and that was a penalty. It is indeed. Callum Davis, uh, Jordan White, get, no, J Callum Davis has given away a penalty. Alexis Andre, doing a Bruce Grobula. Hill, puts it in the back of the net. Eastley have pulled one back. 
56 minutes gone. Eastleigh one, Fosin and Victor three. Paxman down on the right hand side. Eskef in. Oh no! Three over by number 10. Tyrone Barnett has made it Eastleigh two. Folks, a little bit uh, three. Oh my word, that was a terrible goal to concede. Newman and Dolan arguing amongst themselves. Who should have had who? Still 28 and a half minutes to go. It's now easily two, Folkestone three. Yusuf going down his left hand side, goes past one. Goes past those cut inside. Play on it. Oh, and he's hit the post. Yusuf has hit the post. Mahogman with it. Oh, he's given the ball straight out to a friend for folks in the Victor. I did say he was having a terrible game, right? The, the uh, fourth official has got the ball up. Four minutes. We've got four additional minutes to hang on to get to this first round of the FA Cup. Hesketh. He's had a good game. Oh, one cup on two. Hesketh into the box. Plays it out wide. Oh, he's got it. All it needed was a touch and it would have been in the back of the Victor net. Thankfully, it's gone wide. Folkestone fans are on their feet away to my right. Deep. Good head one by Yusuf. And the Scott has he's going through. Scott has shoots first time and it's just wide. Scott Hurd could have wrapped it up there for Victor. Just wide. Free kick then. Come on, referee, blow that whistle. Miley has the ball. Referee, come on, four minutes is up. Ball played forward. Great header from Dolan. Good header there from Scott Hurd. Ball pumped forward. Ball played in the ball. Oh, and he's, he's smashing the ball. Oh, no! He's been thumped into the back of the Folkestone net. I don't believe it. The ball was bobbling around in that penalty area. And it's been... I don't know who's got it. I don't really care who's got it. He's in the back of the Folkestone net and there is hardly any time to kick off understandably the Eastley fans are going berserk as words fail me final score Eastley 3 folks moving to 3 Unbelievable scenes here from the home team. Folks in the Victor give it everything. 3-0 up at half time. The Victor players are dead on their feet. And despite that dramatic late disappointment, uh, there was definitely a buzz around the town come Sunday. 
uh, I had a doubt down the, I was down the club. I watched a draw down there, um, seeing the youth team game. The under 15s were playing down the three hills. There were parents down there telling us that they were they were tuning into the radio. They were they were keeping up to date on the Twitter, and uh, they were uh, no, nothing but compliments from the coverage we we uh, we provided from down there. It was absolutely. Uh, it was it was hard to keep up with it. Uh, Ad's commentary was brilliant. Uh, I did the Twitter, and uh, it at least gave me an outlet for for my nerves, for uh, all the nervous energy running through me. I felt like I'd run ninety minutes by the end of it. It was uh, absolutely crazy. But when you see that ball hit the back of the net from the top of that fast stand, the big fast stand from where they attacked in the second half. Uh, just that sinking feeling, it was awful. You could hear it in 80 there. Uh, and credit to them, they were a very good side. They were very hospitable. Um, such a friendly club to go down to, such great facilities down there. And uh, we uh, we were very much looking forward to the replay. The lads had to pick themselves back up. Uh, I went into the dressing room afterwards. Um, to uh, grab Kieran for an interview and I know the lads down but I told them that I couldn't mean anything but proud of uh, of their efforts on that day and I don't think anyone come away from that uh, well I heard a couple of grumbles about throwing away the lead etc but um, I think 99% of the people that, uh, that witnessed that game had nothing but praise for the lads they were absolutely brilliant but uh, after the game I, uh, so I spoke to the manager and I spoke to Kieran McCann who uh, played his first competitive game of the season after his uh, knee surgery. So boss, I thought we'd done it, did you? Yeah I did, I thought we just managed to change the system a bit so I'm, you know, get, um, get us behind the ball a bit because they was absolutely dominating the game by then and I thought we'd weathered it, I've got to be honest Erdy went through it 3-2, that goes in, game's finished and, and it's a shame, you know, that's gone wide Addy had a, should have pulled it ball back as well at 3-2 and, you know, get the fourth goal, it's game, it's game over but give them a lot of credit, they've chucked the whole thing kitchen sink at us and you know you get to be fair they got all the midfield setting off and it, you know you can see their full-time outfit and uh, you know their fitness is going to show a little bit obviously it's the second time we've lost a 3-0 lead this season but it didn't look like the first one we were very good uh, organizing getting compact especially as it wasn't too long between the first two goals and we yeah it certainly looked like we've ridden that storm and we've seen it out I mean they've scored 94 plus a second, I think. They've scored at the end, and I think we can say that every one of them is probably a hero out there today. Yeah, honestly, you just don't realise that you're playing against a full-time side, you know what I mean? All played Football League and played, you know, you're playing a good side. Our players are brilliant, really. They got a bit tired, the wing-backs got a little bit tired later on, and they got into it more and more as the game went on. But hang on, let, let, let's be honest. If we said before today we're going to go down to Eastleigh and get a three-all draw, bloody hell, and we hopefully we get loads of people coming to focus and get behind our team, you know. They'll need, they'll need them, their fans were good to them today you know getting behind them as they got the momentum going and we need our fans on uh, on Tuesday really to get behind our team yeah we certainly had uh, behind that goal in the first half I mean three nil up in 18 minutes I don't, don't think anyone could quite believe what, what, was, what was going on Alfie was unbelievable yeah. I think it was Erdy was it stuck in the third I thought it was Callum at first <laughs> it's trying hard to see through the, the crowd of players but I think we maybe maybe shell shocked them a little bit and we come out there and gave it 
that's, that's how we know we can play. Yeah, we, oh, we've done brilliantly. But you uh, say there again, you're playing against a top side, you know, don't don't take away if this lot beat over 4-1 the other week. You know, I mean, you're playing against a top side, you know. Um, we've got to go again on Tuesday, and we've just said to the players there, be proud, you know, disappointed. Yeah, you're dead right. We, we let a three-goal lead against Potter's Bar, but that was, that was individual poor mistakes. This was them putting pressure on us, pressure on us, passing it through the midfield, and it was hard, hard slog. That's why we had to try and change it. We changed it, and I thought we'd done enough just to get over the line, you know, by bringing Kieran in there to try and make it a bit more tighter. It worked ideally, and um, Erdy went through. So that's it, you know, and uh, that's how football can be. It can be, uh, you know, um, it can be so disappointing sometimes from highs to lows. But to be fair, our keepers played well as well. You've got to give him some credit. As you say, they've got a really good setup here. I mean, we were amazed by amazed by the pitch, the stand behind us, like everything out here is, is top class. They're a full-time outfit, and as you say, our players were tired, but they didn't really show it. They were. You know, they didn't look like they were flagging out there, and you know they will be disappointed. I'm disappointed, but I'm I'm, I'm delighted with every one of them, and you, you can't take that away from them today. That there'll be the FA Cup story in the morning. Yeah, to be fair, I can't think of a player that played poorly. Yeah, people got tired, and our wing back sort of, you know, come a battle against their wing back second half, and uh, but you know they've done well. Everybody's uh, been brilliant. You know, we're, we're not a big paying club. We are what we are, and and we've done really well. I'm really uh, pleased for the players. So disappointed that the goal had gone in at the end. I'm not saying they didn't deserve it, but it's just so disappointing when it's a, the last kick of the game. And uh, obviously, we've still got a long way to go to, to to make sure that we're in the first round. But we are going to be in the draw tomorrow yeah that'd be nice and um, yeah it's still nice to be in there obviously said there we are just gutted that we're not we haven't won you know I thought we just done enough to get over the line you know I just thought players had thrown their bodies on the line and but too fair they're a good side and they showed that that second half and, and we nearly done it and credits are travelling support today obviously there was a bus laid on by Paul Morgan and uh, there was a lot of others that travelled here individually and they really got behind the last today yeah that's just in class I've said before our, our fans are brilliant folks and mate and we need you Tuesday come along get behind the lads we'll try and give everything we can can't guarantee the win we're not pretending that but we'll give everything again and hopefully we can entertain our fans cheers boss so Kieran you made your return today how did that feel yeah it felt good um, obviously I'm a long way off being fit, match fit. Um, felt good just to cross the line again, but obviously a bit of a shame with the result. 3-0 um, up, maybe we can weather the storm a bit better. Um, just getting to obviously concede last, what was it, 20 seconds? Yeah, I think, I think it was 90 plus four and a couple of seconds. <laughs> I mean, we're not sure if, the, if that clock was quite up to speed with the refs, but it was certainly over the 94 minutes. You can't really complain. Though. I think if we'd have cleared it, that would have been the end of it. I think it would have blown straight up. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone expected us to be 3 new up. So, um, I mean, if before the game, if we would have said 3-3, free, free, go back on Tuesday and play them at home, we would have took it. But obviously, the boys and myself, um, we feel a bit disheartened, a bit gutted that we didn't just weather it for the last 10, 20 seconds and see it out and go through to the next round. But I mean, they, they are a full-time club here. They've got a really serious set-up. They're you know they're, they're a club that should be looking to hit the first round proper every, every every year maybe. Whereas we don't get there often, but we're in the draw for, for tomorrow, and you boys can be proud of that. Yeah, hats off to the boys. Um, like you said, here's a lovely facility. The pitch was lovely, um, but yeah, hats off to them. They dug in. They kept going to the last last minute of the game. They got the goal. Um, but yeah, hats off to us as well. Because obviously they're full time. We're not full time, um, but we're still unbeaten. We ain't lost all year, so. 
hopefully that can continue and we get a little result Tuesday. Yeah, that's that's, that's still something to uh, take into the game unbeaten, you know, in league and cup. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't say anything more than your heroes today. To be fair, I'm absolutely buzzing off for you, lads. Uh, you're giving everything. Yeah, hats off to the boys. Hats off to you lot as well. You lot are making a hell of a noise in the first half and the second half in that stand. So, yeah, thanks to you lot. Um, good game. Free free we go again Tuesday. See what happens. It's massive that we get a big crowd down there Tuesday. We'll know the draw by then. Get down there, support the lads, and you know it could be a historic, historic Tuesday night at the Bill Kent. Yeah, the boys were just saying the draw comes out. Is it Monday? Uh, one o'clock tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. So yeah, hopefully it's a good draw, and then we go in the hat for it Tuesday and then we get a result Tuesday and then we play a big 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 team at home that'd be lovely or away what a big nice like away trip on TV Sunday or uh, a nice easy home one do you know what we're not fussed we'll, if we're in that we'll still be unbeaten so we'll take anything yeah, after what we've done it today we could probably take, take the confidence that we can take on anyone yeah I mean yeah like I said it's a bit disheartening but we still go for Tuesday 3-3 We'll go again. We'll see what happens. Um, obviously, the boys have worked really hard today, so um, they should recover well over the weekend and then go again Tuesday. Yeah, I think we want to put you all in a bath from about 10 o'clock tonight until about 10 o'clock Monday morning. Yeah, well, originally we was meant to have our team night out tonight, but that got scrapped. Luckily, that got scrapped because then, obviously, we're going again Tuesday. So, yeah, the uh, Cugs and Edgy have said to the boys, rest up, and then Tuesday's the big one again. Cheers, Kieran. Cheers, mate. And so we moved on to Sunday and say, so I'll watch it down the ground. If obviously if we'd have gone through, I think I would have tried to drive a little bit of a crowd down to the bar to watch the draw and film people's reactions. But uh, it's not something you really do when you've got a replay, even if you were incredibly confident of getting through. Yeah, it might be a bit bold. But uh, watched it down there, had a bit of lunch from the seasider because, uh, as, as I've mentioned before, big fan of their food. Uh, and uh, Boreham Wood came out the hat uh, trip to Boreham Wood for either East Lille folks and Invicta um, I spoke to I was speaking to the lads on Saturday before the game and I said I think Boreham Wood would be away would be the worst <laughs> possible draw we could get uh, one player messaged me immediately to say uh, do you remember saying that yesterday I was like yes mate uh, that's what it was uh, with the greatest respect, Bournemouth don't get the sort of crowd you'd want from a from a massive cup tie. Uh, it's away from home. They're a very good side. It would have been very difficult for us to overcome them if we if we get past Eastley on in, in the in the replay. Uh, so um, yeah, it was it wasn't the greatest cup draw in the world. And uh, I'm obviously on recording this on Friday. Uh, so you'll know the result from Tuesday night, but uh, that maybe softened the blow in some people's eyes that it wasn't at least uh, a, a trip to Sunderland or hosting Portsmouth or something like that that was uh, that was awaiting us. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you want to be there, but um, yeah, it wasn't the, it wasn't a draw. Horsham drew a trip to Carlisle, for example. That's uh, that's a fantastic draw for them, and the best of luck to uh, to them and Bows and Pitsy. I can't recall Bows and Pitsy's draw off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, best of luck to both of those in the in the first round, uh, and uh, AFC Sudbury as well, providing a representation of the Isthmian League. So uh, on to Tuesday night, I went down early. I uh, 
did a bit of promo video down there in the morning. I spoke to the academy lads, they were down there doing their thing. Uh, I think most of them, if not all of them, come down on Tuesday night. But uh, there was other people about getting ready for stuff. Uh, we returned down there at five o'clock. Uh, Towsie was doing the nets and um, Pauline was starting to stock up the bar. Payne was getting ready. The Eastley kit man was there on top. Uh, about that time, he was unloading his van down there. Uh, you could sort of already feel the anticipation building. It didn't feel, at least from my point of view, like an ordinary Tuesday night at the Bill Kent. And uh, within an hour, we'd already got wind that that the crowds that the that crowds were starting to build outside. We had uh, live videos and pictures sent to me of uh, huge queues up to uh, the road from the Morrison's End turnstiles of uh, crowds outside down at the bar in Victor. I think they had to put extra people on the turnstiles to help out to ease the congestion a little bit. I think there are people that miss kickoff. I did say in the little video I put out, get down as early as possible. We were expected to be busy and we were busy and come kick off. The remnant was absolutely packed. The Brian Merriman stand was packed. The stand below me uh, on the scaffold tower, absolutely rammed. Uh, there was a good number of people up on the open terracing, which you don't normally get in the first half if, uh, if, uh, certainly with home fans if uh, the away support is quite large they normally take up quite a bit of that but no uh, that was busier than I've ever seen it I think for a first half uh, certainly on a Tuesday night when uh, travelling supports are difficult Eastley did bring a little band with them so to be fair they certainly made some noise later in the game certainly in uh, extra time to get their lads over the line but uh, all in all, I think I was chatting to people like, this is almost chaos outside the ground. Um, and it was absolutely amazing to see such support for the lads uh, after their efforts, both on the Saturday and then again on the Tuesday night. They deserved that support that uh, that came their way. AD did the commentary again. I'm not going to the trouble of cutting that one up. Uh, it's uh, it's harder, it's more harder to find the highlights in that than it is on the video where you can see it. I've got traipsed through and find stuff, so I'm not I'm not going to edit that up. But safe to say he was uh, he sounded very broken when the uh, the ball dropped for Ben House at the back post in extra time and volleyed across Alexi Andre into the bottom corner. It was a fine finish, and uh, to eventually after uh, nearly three and a half hours of football to finally settle the tie. Uh, Eastley were very complimentary of us. Uh, I've heard their manager speaking. He was uh, yeah, very complimentary of, of how good we are. Um, after the game, I spoke to the boss. He was uh, very emotional. I'm not sure I'd ever seen him quite uh, that side of him. He was, uh, as he says, choked, uh, both at the, the performance of his players and of the, the, the turnout from the crowd. I think the uh, the bars were absolutely uh, emptied on Tuesday night, and that's despite uh, people not being able to drink out the terraces for FA Cup fixtures. Um, the bar had done that much business solely from people drinking before the game at half time, and of course nipping off at at the end. They could get gets beers for beers for half time, and that I think Barovitz had run out of lager roughly full time. Uh, Pauline was out. I couldn't have a vodka because uh, well, there's nothing to put it in. I've had to, had to be drinking it straight. Luckily, I don't mind an ale. So uh, there was just about enough left of that for me to have a, a drink afterwards. 
uh, which was great because I was absolutely exhausted. Um, but uh, I'll pass you over now to the boss. And I spoke to Addy as well. He was exhausted. He'd uh, he'd worked, been working across the country earlier in the day and had gone through a monumental journey back to uh, to to Folkestone to play that game. And for 120 minutes, he didn't stop running like the rest of them. So uh, I'll pass you over to them. Right, it's hard to know where to start really, boss, but uh, lads could have given it any more, could they? Oh, mate, brilliant. Absolutely sensational. I thought it was a good Saturday, but it was even better today. You know, to go down to 10 men and be 2-0 down and come back, it's uh, oh, sensational. I'm I'm choked, I'm actually choked. So so proud of them, so pleased for them because they've worked so hard. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get a good crowd like that, and it can not always happen that way, but very, very pleased. Yeah, obviously we had a, one of the more dramatic FA Cup games I can remember on Saturday and it almost got more dramatic tonight when you include the likes of the sending off. The referee, I think, went off injured. I didn't know, I didn't notice that, but yeah, someone yeah. told me. I noticed he went over, but I didn't notice he was injured and, and they swapped. Um, yeah, 2-0 down and you're probably thinking, oh, well, fair play, they're a full-time side and we've run out of steam. And then Dave's driven into the box, found Addy, he's got one back. Herdy, oh, God, I, remember, I didn't see who played the ball, but that's an incredible little oh, finish mean. onto it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a ball and a half from your centre half, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, oh, this place was absolutely—it was pandemonium. No, it's brilliant. No, it's great to see so many people here, and you know, obviously a bit wild when you're two 0 down. But once we got the goal, the fans got behind the players. That lifted the players. Then you get the second one, and uh, now I thought we was um, we was really good, really good, mate. And you know, people like Erdy, how they keep running. I don't know how he keeps running, <laughs> and, and that you know, they're unbelievable. Just yeah, it's just it's really tough, really tough for the players. Uh, there was one big moment in this game. Uh, can I ask you if you want to send it off? It's, I just think it's a bit how football is is a bit disappointing really now because yeah is it sending off I suppose it's it is because it's a foul but I don't know it's so quick to send people off now I, I think it spoils it for the fans a lot of time you know so I'm not a great lover I thought it was a bit harsh and then yeah it's a bit harsh on 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 JV who's been such a good servant to this club and he'd be disappointed that you know to get sent off in this game. And maybe it's a different game with the greatest respects if, if if we don't lose a man. But then the crowd didn't seem incensed after it, especially to go two 0 down, and the crowd were getting behind the re- on the referees' back and behind everyone cheering every little decision that went our way, and and that can help us at times. Yeah, of course it has. You know, as I said before, the fans here are superb, and uh, you know I'm proud to be manager here and proud that I'm get this sort of team together now. And uh, hopefully we've got two really difficult games coming up, so we'll see where we are then. And um, you know, sit down with Mev and Edgy and after those two games to see how we can maybe improve the squad or, or whatever we have to do. And uh, as you say, the lads, lads gave it absolutely everything. They, they deserved the crowd we got down here tonight. It was absolutely manic. 1,237, I think it was, and people were queuing for miles to get in. And uh, hopefully they'll, uh, they'll have enjoyed it and they'll, they'll be coming back. Yeah, I said earlier, Kingstonian had them watch the other day. Excellent side, really good footballing side. You know, one of the best footballing sides there is about at the moment. So it'll be, it'll be a really good game Saturday. Hopefully people will come along and uh, cheer the lads on. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Okay, <laughs> We're mate. done here. Cheers, boss. Yeah. Addy, uh, it's gutting, isn't it? But you could be proud of that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely... Um just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who came to watch us to support us today um, obviously we're all gutted in there and I think over the what is it 210 three and a half hours yeah of, of football I don't think you can 
there was much between us. You couldn't really tell that they're a full-time team and we're only part-time. And Yeah, it's obviously scutting, but we gave a good account of ourselves. Obviously, we went down to 10 men, got back to 2-2. Two, two, um, but obviously, it's up. you think some boys doubt how, how good they are sometimes, but today you can see, like, with a bit of belief, everyone knows that they could probably play a level up, probably a level above this a level above so the same level as them um, yeah like it's football at the end of the day obviously we all got it to go out but I think we've done the club proud and again thank you to the supporters who came today yeah I mean you've got the first Erdie's got the second I don't think I've seen scenes like that for nearly a, nearly a year at this ground when Draycott scored that late winner against Thornchurch at the back end of last season it was absolute pandemonium and maybe you know imagine how, how how good it would have been if we'd have uh, taken it the penalties and snatched it. Yeah, no, definitely. Listen, we. I think even their team, even though they're full time, they was on their last legs as well. Like, what a game of football to come and watch for like people, it's like the neutral and stuff. And yeah, it was. It was a roller coaster of emotions that game. To be fair, and yeah, I'm mentally trained as much as physically. To be honest, um, yeah, nah, it's scouting but now we have to just concentrate on the league and obviously we we um, we're unbeaten in normal time and obviously I think we still got we, we're still unbeaten in the league we just got to keep doing that and keep churning out wins any way we can and just keep showing what a good team we are yeah, it's taken extra time and a National League side and a contentious sending off, shall we say, to uh, for us to see our first first defeat of the season and uh, the lads can be really proud of that yeah, no, definitely, I'd I didn't think it was a sending off. I was watching it. He's just click. He, I think he's more clip JV than the other way around. Um, but obviously, um, some decisions go for you, some go against you at the end of the day. And but obviously, we dug in and we kept going. It's unfortunate in the end to to go out like that. But like you say, we done we done ourselves proud. We done the club proud, and that's all we can really ask for. Well, you go and rest yourself up, mate, because we've got some uh, big games coming up. We're gonna need uh, need every one of you. Cheers, mate. Yeah. So, where do we go from here? Well, it's back to league action on Saturday, hosting Kingstonian, who uh, currently lie third in the Premier League, in the Premier Di- Isthmian Premier Division. Uh, they last played on Sunday. They had a one-all draw at home with Chesson. And then a trip to Bogner on Tuesday night. John Law uh, was still taking uh, places on the bus for that. Uh, if you want to see him on Saturday, get in touch or get in touch with us, we can put you in the right direction for uh, for him. Uh, two big uh, league games there. Not easy, as the boss said. Kingstonian are a very good side. Bogner in very good form. Um, and uh, the lads have got, after 120 minutes on Tuesday night and the disappointment of going out, got to pick themselves up. We've got to go again. Uh, after those two league games, it's Hendon the following Saturday at home in the FA Trophy and then another home game Kingstone uh, Hornchurch sorry the rearranged fixture from the fuel crisis week uh, so still three more big games coming up we really hope that as many people as possible that come down Tuesday night will again join us the crowds have been very good this season uh, obviously culminating in that that big crowd on Tuesday night and uh, hopefully they'll continue. It sounds like everyone who come down Tuesday enjoyed themselves, had a really good time. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's great. There's a real buzz around the club. It's, uh, it's great to be a part of it, if I'm honest. Uh, 
uh, a small part of it. And, you know, I'm not not out there playing, but yeah, it's a real real sense of pride to have been part of uh, everything that went on this week, both down at Eastleigh and back at the Bill Kent. Uh, the youth team, uh, they play at Ramsgate on Sunday. They've got a few home games coming up after that. Uh, I'll update on the social medias after that. Uh, what else have we got to go? Uh, I think that might just be about it. Uh, this is going to be uh, probably the longest podcast I've ever put out. Uh, I think maybe the uh, ones with Matt Newman and JV early in the year, which were obviously uh, intended for video, but they might have been longer. But no, this is uh, running well over the 40-minute mark now. Um, and uh <laughs> would have been even longer if I'd have uh, included highlights from Tuesday night. But uh, the amount of time that'll take me to cut up, <laughs> it's not happening. So, uh, yeah, uh, hope you've enjoyed listening. Hope you'll be back again to listen. Make sure you keep an eye out for AD's commentary at Bogner on Tuesday, especially if you enjoyed the one down at Eastleigh. Uh, he'll have a couple more for, uh, the couple of weekends later. We've got a chess on and Carl Shorten on a, in a Sunday, Monday, a uh, Saturday, Monday. Uh, weekend, uh, two games of quick succession, then on the 6th and the 8th. So he'll be doing commentary from all them. And uh, as I say, uh, plenty of people are telling us how great it was to be able to keep in touch with the Eastleigh ones. So keep in touch with them. Uh, for now, thanks for listening.